Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, hello, I'm Dr. Julia Royston, and welcome to another edition of the Book Business Boss Show. I trust that you're doing well today, that you're well on your way to having a fantastic day, week, month, quarter, and year. Um, This is the day that we have an opportunity to celebrate love. This is a special presentation of the Book Business Boss Show. We've been in a series um, talking about um, getting started um, the first of the year, the first quarter. And uh, I just wanted to take a pause um, to let's let's take a pause to go uh, uh, really kind of a step back. Because this is something that um, I often do on a daily basis. Sometimes it all depends on what's going on in my life. It may be an hourly basis because um, I have to return to my why. I have to return to my heart. I have to return to my passion and um, purpose and position. So the title of today's episode is For the Love of It. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen anyone that you can tell how they act, how they move, how they perform. And there is a difference between train for it and just simply love it. Now, the train for it takes the love to a next level. Because when I was younger, I sang. And I really had a gift to sing. But I had to understand that gift um, perfect that gift, get the tools necessary for that gift. Now, my gift, no matter what stage it's in, is anointed by God, but I still had to work on that gift. So I love to sing and I would just be all out. But if you don't know how to um, work the voice, work the diaphragm, work your lungs, uh, control your breathing, know exactly what word you're going to say and how to pronounce it and how to hold the note and phrasing. And, oh yeah, that's a lot more to it than just standing up there, opening your mouth and going for it. So I loved it, but I had to learn how to work it, benefit it, um, be able to allow that gift to work for me. So even though I had a love for it, That was the core. That was the foundation. That was the beginnings. I loved what I did. So let's talk a pause here. Even before we go into the product creation or the uh, professional development or the learning and the training portion of it. So what you do, whether you've written a book, whether you work every day, whether you um, have an organization, a nonprofit, So you sometimes have to stop and pause and say, what do I love? What parts of my day do I enjoy the most? Now, there are some things that are necessary. A period. I don't like washing dishes. Sorry. I just broke it all the way down to you, didn't I? I don't like washing dishes. I don't like folding clothes, but I don't like cleaning up. But it would be a mess in my life and in my world. Everything would be in disarray, totally unorganized because, you know, I'm not the neatest pig in the pen, but everything would be, you know, total disarray. And I wouldn't be able to find anything if I didn't take some time to do some things I don't really like or I don't really enjoy. 
I get that. I understand that. But then there are some parts of my day that flow out of me like water. Like when I'm creating a new book, I'm working on a new book right now. And when I'm working on a new book and the ideas literally at five o'clock in the morning got me out of the bed into my computer. I still have, as they say, crust in my eyes and probably something running around my mouth. But because of the love of it, I get out of my bed. I'm forfeiting sleep. I'm eliminating that, pulling back the covers, coming in my uh, um, stocking feet. Nope, I don't wear flip-flops. I don't wear house shoes. I'm from Kentucky. I have a thing about shoes. but <laughs> That's a sidebar. But because I love it, because I enjoy it, and because I know not only do I have a gift, but I have anointing to flow with words, and then the unction is on me, ooh, I'm sitting down at the computer. Um, still in my pajamas looking half crazy, but and nobody will see me like that, but I'm moving because I love it, okay? So looking at your life, looking at um, the things that you already have on your plate and determine, so what do I really love? What is that thing that will, you know, get me up out of my bed at 5 a.m., move me to my computer drive me into my studio or have me get out a blank canvas and start drawing or open up a notebook and start sketching some things out. Uh, will have me opening up a, a blank journal and start writing some words down, organizing some thoughts. And even if you don't write pen to paper or pencil to paper or notebook to paper and sometimes crayon to paper, What's going to get me to open up my phone at five o'clock in the morning and start speaking an outline or speaking myself some notes? In this life, there are so many horrible things that are happening, so many hard things to do. But take out some time throughout your day, throughout your world to do something that you love, something that you enjoy, something that's not connected sometimes to a bill. It can turn into uh, uh, wealth building. It can turn into a business. You could walk away from your regular nine to five job or start a business or start a nonprofit or evolve into something like that, but do something you love. Realize that this life is short. There's only a certain amount of time that we have on this earth and we don't know when death is. And now I'm I'm learning in this season of my life right now. I don't have to be old to die. I don't have to be uh, an invalid to die. I buried a uh, a friend of mine, fifty year friend. She didn't have cancer. She didn't have COVID. She went on a ventilator. She was just alive. And God took her and she was not. So therefore, life is short. Life is, 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 is the scripture tells us, is but, but a vapor. That, that next breath could not be here. That next breath you may not have. And you can die on the spot. They found my friend in the bed sleep. No trauma, no drama, no toil, no struggle, nothing, no attack, no uh, uh, invader, no rapist, no murderer, none of that. Just sleep with her Bible on the side of her bed. That's where she fell asleep was with her Bible open next to her in the bed. 
What a way to go. But she lived life to the fullest. And she did all out helping others for the love of it. Because she didn't realize that less than a month from her turning from her 60th birthday, that she wouldn't be here. She leaves sons. She leaves grandchildren. But she moved on. Her assignment is over. So therefore, accepting an assignment for the love of it is really critical. It's really important. It's important to me. I want to do things for the love of it. That's the life I'm living now. My other show is Live Your Best Life. Yeah, I'm living my life now because I love it. I don't love every part of the duties and the responsibilities every day, all day, and correcting the mistakes that happen and trying to fix problems and trying to fix errors and trying to fix. I don't like all of those pieces, but I'm doing what I love. I'm in my I'm in my zone. You know, I saw you, uh, my father used to say when he saw me on stage, I see you, you up there. You did a great job. You doing your thing. So are you doing your thing? Are you doing somebody else's thing? Are you doing somebody else's job? Do you feel like at times that you're in somebody else's body? Living a life, doing a job, going to work, coming home living in an apartment, living in a condo. I don't care if you're living in the trailer, wherever you are, but it's somebody else's life. It's not really yours. You feel like you're you're walking through life, being somebody else, doing something that should belong to somebody else. It's not really the real you, the true you, that you that you can't see. Not that one with skin and hair and a weave and clothes that you put on, but that inner you, that passionate self on the inside. That's you, that, that that real you, the essence of you, the soul, the will, the mind and emotions, that stuff that we can't put a visual on. You know, in my mind, I'm a size eight. <laughs> I'm not a size eight, but in my mind, I'm a size eight. So that inner per- part of me that doesn't associate with outer shell, that inner part of me that says I can do it or I'm scared, or I'm hungry, or I'm sleepy, or I'm nervous, or I'm apprehensive, or I can do it, or I can't do it. That inner me. Are you doing it for the love of it? Sometimes you have to take an emotional checkup, an emotional survey, because for the love of it will keep you up at night. For the love of it will get you out of bed early in the morning. For the love of it will keep you going on a bad day. When not only you don't feel like it, honestly, you don't want to. Honestly, you want to quit. But for the love of it, it'll keep you going. So have you ever seen athletes and it's football, it's the fourth quarter. Everybody's tired. They're sweating. They are exhausted. But for the love of it, the win of it, the pursuit of it, the grind of it, the preparation, the training, the food, the uh, endurance, the stamina, the weightlifting, the denying yourself, they keep going. They make it through the fourth quarter. They make it to the end of the game because they love it. We're going to take a break right here. We'll be back with more. 
God wants you to know that he loves you. He has always loved you. He has never stopped loving you. But he desires love in return. How hot is your love life with God? Is the love thermostat set to flaming, boiling, and hot, or actually turned off? How Hot Is Your Love Life? Return to Your First Love is a book of 30 attributes and characteristics of God demonstrating and reminding us of His great love toward each of us. Each devotional, song of the day, and simple prayer is designed to bring you closer to your first love. God, rekindle the flame of love. He's waiting. How Hot Is Your Love Life? is written by Julia A. Royston and available at juliaroystonstore.com. That's juliaroystonstore.com. And we're back. So happy Valentine's Day. I've taken a a break from our um, series that we've been in starting the new year, starting the new first quarter uh, off right to really wish you a happy Valentine's Day. The day we set aside where uh, men are rushing around to get flowers, uh, women are getting their hair done, and hopefully it'll be a date night later on. But I want you to, number one, remember that God loves you. And then number two, love yourself. Because two commandments I've given you, that you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, but you love your neighbor as you love yourself. And it's hard for you to love others, serve others, give to others, um, and be of service to others in business, in ministry, and a nonprofit if it's you don't love yourself. So I encourage you, uh, sometime throughout today, Valentine's Day, this week, this month, this year, do a self-care checkup. Sometimes you may have to uh, get on a plane and Uh, Go to an island or go to a beach and put yourself in a hotel two or three days and don't come out. You may have to take some time to, uh, um, you know, even if you don't go out, get up. I often say, get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and go sit by a creek with a a lawn chair, a $5 lawn chair from the dollar store. And think about your life. Consider where you are. Because you want to do something sometime, some way for the love of it. And not because you're required, not because you're demanded, not because somebody has said, you're on the clock, excuse me, you have a contract. Oh my goodness, you're employed here. Do you want to be fired? Do you want us to dismiss you today and escort you out with uh, security today? Well, then you're going to do this, this, and this. I don't care whether you like it or not. I know corporate America. I've lived through corporate America. So I know what that feels like. So therefore, for me to have done that temporary inconvenience, that temporary, oh my gosh, to live in my best life is unbelievable. Something that I encourage people everywhere. Work hard, what you do. Love what you do. But at the end, before you leave this earth, do something just 
simply for the love of it. Not because you're required, not because somebody's demanding it, but for the love of it. So as a book business boss, I know you're asking, what in the world does it have to do with being a book business boss? Everything. Because hopefully you're going to pour the love that you have for your subject matter, not just even the book, but the subject matter of your book into everything that you do. All of the words that you put down that eventually will not only be on paper, will be in ebook format or even that you speak via audio. Because you want to make sure that the passion that you have down on the inside comes through your words on the paper, comes through your words when you're recording it, comes through when you're speaking about your uh, your book or the subject matter, when you're uh, on tour, when you're at a vendor event, when you're um, just telling your next door neighbor about it, or when you're at the hair salon under the dryer and that passion, that love, that drive, that um, tenacity, that uh, soapbox sometimes that you're on um, and even the anger that comes along with it. Whatever that emotion is that ignites you and moves you, that should come in your writing. That also, number two, should come in your business, the mode of uh, transportation that you use, how hot you are about moving the message, how quick you are to respond to an email, how, how much you are uh, are willing to go to inconvenience yourself to network and move yourself, position your product uh, and and move toward your purpose with a quickness, with a hot quickness, with the ability to say, no matter what's going on, I'm moving toward um, this goal. Do you have a goal? Do you have something that you say eventually, you know, this is what I'm working toward, not just to pay bills, not just to pay taxes and die. What do you really love? Now, I know this is a little different and takes us all out of our comfort zone, but it will come through with your work ethic. It will shine through with our dealings. People will be able to feel it. They will be able to feel the spirit of it. They will be able to feel the uh, um, um, determination of it. They will be able to feel your uh, willingness to go for it. They'll want to do business with you. It'll be infectious. Forget a virus, forget a cold, forget the flu. Passion is infectious. We can feel it. I have had people that I have met at events and I was talking about either my business or writing or a book or something like that. And they didn't want it. They didn't want to buy it. But they bought it because I was hot about it. I was excited about it. I was enthused about it. I was overwhelmed about it. And even if they weren't going to have it for themselves, they were going to give it to somebody else. Well, for an author, that doesn't really matter to me. Um, as long as I'm moving books, getting my message in the hands of people who need it and enjoy it, I'm good. Whether you enjoy it yourself or you pass it on to a friend for a gift or give it away or whatever you want to do with it, I'm good. Because I'm moving the thing I'm passionate about. I'm moving and broadening and expanding my purpose. I'm moving and I'm broadening my position, not only in the literary world, but in the world, because my voice is important. My message is important. 
My business is important. My family is important. I am important to the scope of this world. God says I am. He says I'm fearfully and marvelously made. He, I'm not a mistake. All the hairs on my head are numbered. Even the ones that fall out in the sink, he knows they went down the drain and in the shower and everywhere else hair sheds. But he said, I take the time. Now, if you think about that, it's just overwhelming. I take the time that I even number every hair on your head. Are you serious? Now, I must pause there. I don't care if it is book business boss to praise God and thank him for just being concerned about me enough to even number the hairs on my head. That's how much he's concerned about me and loves me and loves you. So therefore, even if I don't love, I take that love he's got for me and say, I'm special. I may not feel special every day, but I'm special. So I want to bring him honor. I want to bring him glory. I want to be a legacy for my parents for um, the people that I've taught, my husband, my family members. And I want to find that thing that loves, that I love and loves me back and give it everything I got. I want to find that thing and enjoy that thing that gives me joy, that I give joy to it, even though others don't understand it. They can't figure it out. You go all over the country with them books and what? Oh, Lord. I don't need some people, some authors I have don't even want to go to the post office. <laughs> I, I have no problem going to post. My skips to the post office because I, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do. Now, when I decide I no longer love it, um, it's, it's too much of a struggle physically, emotionally, financially. It's not giving back what I want. Then I'll figure out something else. I'll probably always write. But for the love of it, I'm doing it, baby. For the love of it, I'm all out. For the love of it, like my mama said, girl, you're running wide open. Sure am. Because I love it. I'm Dr. Julia Royston of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the Book Consulting Services Company, the Book Business Bosses, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Happy Valentine's Day from the Book Business Boss. Be blessed and have a great day. You have been listening to the Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. Hi, it's Carla Jarvis, your favorite nurse practitioner owner and operator of Jarvis Family Medical Services and the J-Spot and Wellness Center. If you're looking for a place where you can get your healthcare needs and your spa needs all met at one time under one roof, we're your location. You can call us to book your appointment at 502-822-3659, hit option one or two to schedule your free consultation or to book your appointments. Or you can look us up at www. JarvisFamilyMedicalServices.com Hope to see you soon. Hi, my name is Dr. Kendra Royston, President and Founder of Stupid Science Incorporated, where it is our mission to help encourage and inspire underrepresented students to continue their pursuit of STEM careers. Now, 
Some of you may not be familiar with the term STEM, but it's something that we in the field use to serve as a shorthand to refer to science, technology, engineering, and mathematics careers. We at Stupid Science hope to lessen the financial burden of students who have an interest in these fields because no one will do the research about us, care about us, and make the advancements that we need to help the people in our community more so than us. So, if you would like to contribute to our scholarship fund, you can visit us at www.stupidscienceinc with a C, not a K, dot org, or email us at stupidscienceinc at gmail.com. Listen daily to Envision Radio, great gospel music with incredible Christian talk shows. Go to www.envision-radio.com. It's where praise meets talk. For advertising or to place your ministry on air, call 502-390-2055.